Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to part one of our interview with DL. Hope you enjoy. Hello. There you are. <laughs> there it is. Oh, you sound good, too. Are you, you comfortable? Yep. All right, buddy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Something's in the Way with your host, Nicholas Blake. Tonight, we have a very special guest with us. That is Mr. DL. Uh, this guest prefers to remain anonymous tonight as an independent researcher who pulls no punches and always seeks the truth. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I had the honor of growing up with this guy um, on the down low, carving out the truth, Mr. DL. For all intents and purposes tonight, we will be calling you D. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> How are you doing, brother? Not bad, yourself? Not bad, not bad. Kind of, you know, making it through all these crazy times and bunch of shit going on in the world, but... It's like living you know. in a twilight zone. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, well, us being in Canada, it's, uh, yeah, it's quite fun right now, eh? <laughs> yeah, I guess you'd call it that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really nice uh, on the 21st or the 20th there to get the uh, the notice that the Keystone was getting cancelled for us, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens there. Absolutely. Oh, he's raring to go. Um, all right, D, before we get into all the nitty-gritty stuff, um, I just want you to give the listeners sort of a little background on yourself, your spiritual beliefs. Um, yeah. I don't know. Ever since I know you, you've been into all sorts of conspiracies, probably even before me. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is uh, – this show, we don't really go into – political as much uh but we can't help it because the number one reason why this podcast got started was uh to help the children and to to sort of put some truth behind this crazy shit that seems to be happening to all the kids out there and how it's sort of neglected and pushed aside and this epstein stuff and all the crazy stuff that's going on uh but obviously right now in our world so much has happened in the last little bit that uh all of us independence here is, is gaining a lot more popularity because people just don't really trust anything else. Right. Um, yeah. So fill us in, D. Where, tell us what you're about. Um, grew up uh, in the church. Parents always went to church. Um, grew up going to a Pentecostal Christian church, which can be a little out there as me and you have kind of experienced. I remember going to you, going with you on Monday nights, to the same oh, yeah. church that I grew up in from when I was about six years old. When we were teenagers, we used to go there and yeah. they'd do a big worship thing on Monday nights. Um, and kind of, you know, that was about when I was, I remember going to church when I was about six years old and then we kind of stopped going. My parents stopped going to church when I was about um, around 10 or 11. Yeah. Just, yeah. they had a, they had a run in with the pastor there. Uh, there was a oh, bunch okay. of, there's a bunch of stuff that happened with the pastor there. I won't really necessarily get into too much, but yeah, you know, the, there's a new pastor that came in and he basically said on day one that um, it was almost like he was setting it up kind of like a Catholic thing where Ooh. he said, I talk to God, <laughs> I talk to you, you follow me, get in line behind me kind of thing to the whole congregation. And it was like some people got really turned off by that and left the church and some people are devoutly staying no matter what so we stopped going to church for 
about three, four years. And then when I was about 14, I started going to uh, the same church you were going to. Yeah, that's about when we met, eh? About 14 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, my whole life I've been Christian. I call myself Christian um, haphazardly, <laughs> I guess <laughs> you could say. It's yeah. the closest thing to what I believe is yeah. Christianity. Um, but basically, you know, I believe in the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, that, that it's the word of God, and and uh, and that's about it. I don't, you know, Christians have given God a bad name. A lot of Christians have given God a bad name or used Christianity to further certain causes. So I, I kind of, you know, and, and I'm definitely not Catholic and I'm sure we'll get into a little bit of that later, but <laughs> yeah, um, just, yeah, I grew up Christian. Awesome. Um, my dad's always, you know, a bit like me, a conspiracy theorist and just growing up with my dad, just kind of learning from him. I was always really involved with eschatology, which is an end time study. Yeah. Um, that was really my interest as, you know, as you can attest to growing up and reading the left behind novels and all that, which, yep. you know, is a good fiction, but not necessarily what I subscribe to. Um, <laughs> yeah. If but, I remember correctly, and, and I might be wrong on this. Like I, I thought maybe like, we, didn't we used to make fun of you? Cause, or, Cause your dad had like some massive satellite or something. Yeah. That was yeah, the like, <laughs> UFO thing or something. We kind of went down. Right? <laughs> he had like a, he had like a 30 foot antenna. Right, that's in the, right. right that's in the right middle of the, of the city house. like he's the only you look around in the city like nobody has a 30-foot antenna and he'd sit in his office and listen to like the the space shuttles and stuff cool but yeah wow that's insane because here we are today and wow that's it's incredible when i think about that actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we awesome. have some good memories for sure yeah definitely yeah definitely we had a we had a pretty good bringing up there uh um uh yeah same with me you know we're we're very close but i uh me and you uh we kind of separated there for a while and uh i i used to kind of see what you were doing on through social media and stuff and i always thought oh geez he's really giving her and uh <laughs> yeah yeah you did you know either either trolling cnn uh or or different things and yeah always always interested in what you had to say yeah, sometimes down for a good argument, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, awesome. Um, so the first question I'm going to start with, yeah, because uh, I, I don't actually, like, we haven't really talked in depth about this, but are you a QAnon supporter? I would are say I'm with not, that whole movement? I would say I'm not a diehard QAnon supporter, but I support, a, I find a lot of truth in it. Like I, I don't really get into oh this Q drop that Q drop, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I find yeah. a lot, and I find that there's when you really get into the world of QAnon, there is a lot of wackiness involved. Um, you know anything yeah. from people believing that the royal family are lizards, and yeah. I mean it's like yeah. okay, whoa. Like I, I find a lot of truth in what they're saying, and I find a yeah. lot of because. That was the great David Icke that started that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, I've been a, I've been a huge supporter of Trump. I'll say that because okay. he, because he stands for a lot of the same principles that I, mm-hmm. um, or he fights for the same 
principles that I've been fighting for. You know, he sees the sanctity of life and fights for um, to try and get rid of abortion and stuff like that. And, that, you know, that's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being a being a Christian, I, I think it's it's one of the most appalling things that we've ever legalized. So, you know, I, I've been a big Trump supporter and, and I know I know the evils that he's facing. Uh-huh. I can see clearly the evils that he's facing. So, you know, I support I support the QAnon movement. I don't necessarily subscribe to everything I hear. OK, so uh, here and here's another one, because I we are we are a Canadian podcast coming out of Calgary, Alberta. And, uh, um, you know, there's there's a like heavy Trump support like around the world. Right. Yep. And not just the Americans. I mean, obviously, we didn't get to vote for him or not vote for him or whatever. Um, but what, uh, you know, as a Canadian, uh, as a Canadian um, sort of living through all this and stuff, uh, why was it so important to you? Well, you know, if you look at strictly Canadian economy, I can if you look at the way where um, Trump has been for Canada economically and, and he's not the he's not the only reason why our um, economy, especially in Western Canada, is floundering. But he hasn't been great for the Western economy in Canada. So, you know, I, I can see why somebody who's really heavily economic and economically invested or economically swayed would be against Trump if you lived in Western Canada because, you know, certain he, he's America first. He protects yeah. America. Um, but I think the biggest reason why people, you know, from Canada and around the globe swarm to Trump is because they see what evil he's fighting. They see that he's fighting socialist communist takeover of America. He's fighting um, people that would basically um, antagonize a riot of Antifa and BLM and, and try and get them to riot and support them to riot. And then when some supposed, um, some supposed riot happens at the Capitol, then it's impeachable when they were supporting riots for months and months. It's all, it's all double speak yeah. and it's all. Yeah. We flash back four years and uh, everybody forgets that there was uh, buildings being burnt and all sorts of things. People, people crying their eyes out on, you know, when Trump got in. Yeah. And, and, you know, like four months ago that all these democratic States are burning. People are trying to burn down federal buildings. People are uh, rioting and looting and everything. And and the Mm -hmm. Democrats are out there in force, you know, Mm -hmm. supporting that and pushing that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's all a game with them. They're, they're playing on people's, they're playing on people's emotions. um, And they're playing games with race, which they do every four years Mm -hmm. to get into office. And, and then obviously I think Trump got the biggest support, after the so obvious election fraud that took place uh-huh. and uh-huh. and why that's important is because democracy in the world is seen as you know it's seen as the benchmark standard what everybody that's why people flock to places like america and and canada is because they see democracy as as a light when you're living in a place like you know communist china and you're living (laughs) under rule in in russia and stuff like that and you see america it's a beacon of freedom and democracy it always has been Uh and then you see that that beacon of democracy 
has been stripped away uh-huh, and uh-huh. stolen from um, from the people. They they basically have no say, and it it's like living in the twilight zone right now. And even Trump supporters right now, you, you hear them, and it's they they still think, and yeah. I and I do too, that something is going to happen here because mm-hmm. it's a travesty. It's like well. If this is allowed to go on, this is like the end of Western civilization as we know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all absolutely great points. Um, and and you know, like there's other there's other reasons why you know Trump in a lot of his speeches he brings up and and this isn't for everybody. I yeah. understand that, but this is why I am okay. big on Trump is because you know he he pushes the the name of Jesus Christ. He says that this country was founded under God and, uh-huh. you know, and that, and we need to bring that back. And, you know, he has a lot of Christian, um, Christian people that I, um, that I watch a lot, you know, like uh, Jack Hibbs and, and people down in the U S and Charlie Kirk yeah. and Candace Owens and, and these people that are you know with christian principles that are supporting him and, and his legislation is based on christian principles and his speeches to the world to the un is anti-globalist and and you yeah. see this new world order coming out the great reset that trudeau yeah. was talking about and yeah and you see things like the un and people like bill gates pushing this new world order and yes definitely. and it's like the only thing that is standing in the way was Trump. So it's like, we're all supposed to just sit here and all let this happen now. So, you know, that's why, that's why Trump support grew around the world is because it's, they're throwing it in everybody's faces. What's coming. They're throwing this new world order and this, this system that's that they want to bring in. They want to do away with, um, they want to do away with debt and they want to, you know, basically all your property is owned by, let's call it the UN who knows what they would call it with this great reset yeah. of Klaus Schwab's at the UN. Klaus Schwab. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did, I did a lot of research on that uh, in his book and his book before too. Yeah. You know. I actually, you know what I found, you know, you know what the, one of the, just to stop you there for a second, one of the crazy things about this is uh, doing the research uh, for, and I don't want to say from a liberal point of view, but even from a younger um, uh, person's point of view, you know, I'm in, I'm, I'm 38 years old yeah. and I, I think you're around, you're around there too. Uh, and from a younger person's point of view than us, um, a lot of this stuff is actually attractive. And, and even when I was studying it, like, you know, to play devil's advocate, it, 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 there are things that make sense. There are things that make sense that Klaus Schwab is saying in the great reset. Um, it's do, do I trust them with it? Absolutely not. But, um, you know, the affordability of homes and stuff for, for these millennials and people coming out of college and, and schools with this fucking enormous debt. I mean, uh, for them, the dream that you and I had and even our parents had is completely different, right? Yeah. These guys just want, these guys, these guys want to be fair. And I think I, that's one thing I had to, when I, when I was studying all this stuff is I had to look at is that the generation down from us is so different that, this where we would never allow this stuff. There's a lot of people supporting it. Yeah. They don't want everything fair. They don't want to be fucking poor. They don't, they don't want to worry about, you know, how they're going to put meal on the 
table, stuff like that, right? Well, and this is where this is where, and they don't own property, Dan, so they don't give a fuck, right? This is where my religion kind of kicks in, though, is because, okay. um, you're basically, and and this is you know from the stuff I sent you that day, you're you're trusting in people that basically worship the devil. And they make no bones. They make no bones about it. They keep it absolutely. They keep it in secret. So, yeah. is this the people that you want running the Great Reset? You know, yeah. yes, the devil will work in very mysterious ways to make things very appealing and very alluring. And uh-huh. you know, it's like it's like a hundred years ago. If you even if nobody would imagine that abortion would be legal, and now it's like if you say that it shouldn't be you're chastised right the, <laughs> yeah, the devil yeah. works in very mysterious ways and and i get i i fully understand because i've said it many times about my own kids when they grow up how are they ever going to afford a house you know yeah. it's yeah. it's in it's insane what houses cost but yeah these are these are also these are also mainly kids that live in very urban areas you know when it comes yeah. to trying to buy a house in vancouver trying to buy a house in toronto or yeah, you know, God forbid, Calgary, Hong Kong, or even Calgary. Yeah. Um, the problem, the problem is the expectation of people nowadays has changed. You know, my parents were basically given their first house by their mom and dad. They lived on a farm. They moved to the city for a bit and then decided that they had to be back on the farm. So they actually gave my parents the house, but you know, houses when my parents we're buying were $35,000. This is back in 1970 ish. They were $35,000 and now houses are, you know, $350,000. So it's 10 times as much, but my parents made a dollar 50 an hour. The expectation of kids nowadays is that I'm going to get out of school. I'm going to go work a job. Why can't I have a house? And it's like, that's not necessarily, you know, a lot of people and yes it was a little bit more affordable but that's that's the western civilization dream yes right that that's what they're selling us <laughs> you know yeah and i and i get that but the thing is they're selling it with communist manifesto essentially yes and you'll notice that in every communist country you have a ruling class of elites that lives very non-communist lives and then <clears> you have Anybody who's willing to subscribe to that and do devious things can live a very wealthy life. And then you have the rest of the people. So what you have is an enormous lower class. Yeah. And, and, and the problem is it's, it's a trick. It's like, it's like giving a kid a lollipop to get him to go into your van. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you know, it's going to be fair for all. And they throw all these token token lines up there and it's a huge trick. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. If you think that these band of Satan worshipers are going to make things fair for everybody on earth, these are the same people yeah. that have been testing vaccines on Africans. You know, yeah, I'm sure they're gonna. I'm sure they're gonna divvy up uh, uh, Bill Gates's money anytime, right? Yeah. So we all have a part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's the thing. The people that are screaming the loudest for socialism wouldn't give up a dollar of their own income. Yeah. You know. You go look at the people that are touting this and you look at, you know, like you can watch video of Bill Gates where he wants to eradicate the, um, the part of your brain that yeah. um, is the religion center. That is the thought yes. process for religion. And it's like, oh, well, 
that's who I want developing these things, right? That's who I want yeah. on the forefront of, of uh, big pharma. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And, 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 and yeah, Gates is, yeah, that's a, uh, that's a whole other, that's a whole other episode with him. Um, just with I, I, his wife wearing that upside down cross. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. On, uh, ABC today or the hell it was like, well, the, the part of the part of the Luciferian cult that I've seen, I guess you can call it a religion at this point. Absolutely. absolutely. The part of it that I've seen is um, they have to put it out there. Yes. They, they have do. to show themselves to be Luciferian. Yes. But without coming full out and saying it. And the reason for that is so that they can soften people to it. Yeah. I, I'm actually I'm actually doing an episode on it, and 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 it's yeah it's it's the path to illumination. Yeah, it's the light. Exactly. That's their favorite. That's their favorite thing. It's the light. Well, right? and these are all just token sayings for the weak-minded. Yes. To succumb to because it's like this is this is the way this is and you know yeah, this is knowledge. You know what the <laughs> Luciferian cult actually believes? They actually believe that Satan set us free. Yes, that God do. wanted us to be all yeah. loving beings that worship yeah. no him. No progress. And and Lucifer actually set mankind free. Yes. Yeah, and we've yeah. seen where Lucifer has led mankind many times yes. into utter destruction. You know, some of the some of the things that you read about in history that seem absolutely appalling to us today are on our doorstep. You know that yeah. you look at how the Romans would go and they'd round up people and they'd crucify them on crosses thousands in a row on a on a road yeah. to set an example and it's like this is disgusting i can't believe people lived this way they're <laughs> barbarians and then you see videos of the chinese rounding yeah. up people putting hoods on them marching them onto trains you know what the nazis did not so long ago and it's like we're no different yeah. today we think we're highly no. enlightened beings today but we're no different our Evil yeah. is everywhere nowadays. The problem is evil is extremely intelligent nowadays. Yes. And yes. Agree. It, it's all lulled us into a huge sense, uh, a, a huge um, sense of comfortability with it. So we don't yeah. even, we don't even recognize it, recognize it today. You know, we've classified, um, it's no longer a baby, it's a fetus and it's just a cluster of cells. So who cares? Yeah. And you know, th- they, it's very clever today, the evil. And, you know, more and more of it needs to come to light. And I think that's the other reason that people are hoping that, you know, Trump and, and the U.S. military is going to do something. You know, this is part of the, the QAnon movement that I do subscribe to because I've seen yeah. too much of the I've seen too much of the Biden inauguration that raises yeah. enormous questions. Oh, yeah. Hunger Games, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's yeah, like living yeah. in it's like Twilight Zone. I I, I know I hate yeah. to keep saying that, but it's it's like I'll see the media say one thing, and then complete and utter proof of it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, and it the and that's the other thing too that this this global cabal I'll call it. I know that's kind yeah. of conspiratorial. That's, that's, to say. that's totally QAnon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but they they own the media. So whatever they're presenting to you on TV, and I'm not saying like global news when they come out at night and tell you the weather, I'm talking about like four years of habitual Trump bashing. I mean, have you ever even seen anything like that from a government or from a, from a media 
towards the government? You, you know what? No, but but I but I challenge the fact that maybe this is just the first that we noticed. You know, because because I mean, it was a that relent- was horrible what they did with Trump. But but I guess uh, they could have been doing this for many more years. I mean, it was a and- well. You look at the media and the softball questions they're asking this new yes. Biden administration. It's like, you know, yeah. what color of what color of shirt did Biden wear today? And yeah, you know, they, I, I don't get it. I don't get these people that, I mean, if, if uh, like, if I had the chance to do it over again and I, and I could go to school to be a journalist or something and you're into research, I mean, you, that's, that's like a code, right? A, a code in, inside yourself too. Like you want to find the truth. Right. And I, I, I don't get, are they, are they selling out for paychecks? To, to have a comfy job but like well that's the other that's some the, of them that don't fucking that's wanna... the other thing that's hard to hard to understand is like and very hard when you say when you say something like oh the media is corrupt you can't just yeah. you can't just say it like that because then you got no people look at okay you look at CNN. there's individuals in there right yeah i mean there's probably 30 or 40 journalists at cnn that sit there and talk so we're to understand that they're all corrupt and yeah no it's just these are the narratives that you're going to speak on because for for months and months and months i mean it was so obvious the riots in america in every democrat city and the media would just you got yeah. democrat senators saying we need to get out in the streets and we need to riot and get in their faces yeah. and punch somebody in the face and we need to, yeah. they're talking about um, I want to punch Trump in the face, and yep. Alec Baldwin said, "I want to hang Trump on Twitter," and nothing. Yeah, he's a cool guy. <laughs> and and it's like there's a completely different set of rules for the left. So the media is so swayed left, it's not even funny. Yeah. So they basically they attacked Trump for four years relentlessly with Absolutely. everything. And do you know Absolutely. they they asked you know who Julian Assange is. Yes. Okay, he's the founder of WikiLeaks. Yeah, I was a little, I, I was a little perplexed why he wasn't part. I honestly, but we'll get onto that later in the show. Okay. I well, just the quick, well, tell me this though. A quick yeah, thing on that. I think, I think, um, in the coming months, and this is my own thought process. Yeah. Yeah. That I truly believe Trump is going to get back into power. And I okay. And cool. and I know that we got a hell of a long show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I think he'll be pardoned then. And I think it wasn't done now because uh-huh. it would just throw too much optics on something that they don't, they don't want right now. Uh-huh. Now, okay. anyway, with Julian Assange, what was I, I can't remember what I was going to point out. Oh, uh, they said, sorry, we're talking about the news. Yeah. CNN. They were talking about the news, CNN. Julie, they asked Julian Assange, you know, back in 2016, 17, cause he's still working with WikiLeaks and WikiLeaks still does what he says. He's just doing it he remotely. Is, yep. And they asked okay. him, why haven't you brought all the dirt out about Trump? And you know what his response was? There isn't any. Really? Yeah. There are thousands and thousands of, uh, of criminal emails about Hillary Clinton. There's, uh-huh. there's tons of information there on the, the, Homeland, uh, the Department of Homeland Security. I have the actual file with me that they put out about Hunter Biden. And Joe yeah. Biden, the whole the whole Hunter Biden Joe Biden Burisma thing, yeah, yeah. And they basically, it comes down to it that the Biden family has been running a crime syndicate. Yes, I've, I've heard. I've heard. Uh, yeah, like I, I can send you that. I've file heard something. After, I can send you that file after this, but 
Yeah, I've, I've heard it's a horrible file. There actually. is. I've heard that it reads like a bomb boss film. Right. There yeah. is absolutely nothing in the media about this. Oh, yeah. The guy, the president of the United States was yeah. laundering money from Ukraine, taking money from China, taking money from Russian oligarchs. The media says nothing. Yeah. And you know what they say? They come out whenever a report comes out like this. And this is a report that was done by the Department of Homeland Security. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They say it's Russian disinformation. And this yeah. is. That's fucking famous. And right? they put that oh. out there in the media and people believe it. If Trump yeah. did anything, if Trump farted in the wrong direction, the media yes. would talk about it for days. So to say that the media isn't slanted left is absurd. Anybody with a reasonable brain can can see that. But the, the okay. problem is, the, the problem with that is that most people that say that the media isn't slanted and the media... You know, they're not a bunch of liars and, and they don't have a plan here. The people that would say uh-huh. that don't actually watch the media. Yeah. You know, I watched I watched Fox News and, and a lot of yeah. CNN stuff. <laughs> Me too. For the Many last years. months. And, it, you know, Fox yeah. was a little less slanted. They're, they're slanted right. Yeah. But. Yeah. What not completely. <laughs> what they're saying. Well, yeah, not completely. But. You know, guys like Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, I have a lot of respect for them because they're going out yeah. there and they're saying, they're saying oh, they get things trashed, that are true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, uh, and, and for me, uh, I, you know, I, I, I liked Trump. I let, the reason why I like Trump, okay, and I, I, is in my other past podcast here is uh, I'm, I'm, <sighs> I'm a Christian. I believe in God. Yep. I'm, I, I hate Christians. I, I fucking hate them. Um, all of them? No, <laughs> not all of them. Danny, obviously. Or D. Uh, the, the reason... We'll edit that. The reason I, uh, <laughs> I, I... I hate what they stand for. And I... I I guess okay. I guess it's what 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 I what me and you grew up with. I I hate this. I uh, go to church on Sunday, and. Uh, Live a different there, life there was a lot Monday, of corruption Tuesday, in there. Wednesday, we saw that. Yeah. We saw the corruption, and it was and, yeah. I mean, do you want you to? Know, get into it was a little just a belittlement feeling. And I, I remember this one guy, and I'm not going to say his name. You know who it is too. And he was this this famous pastor, and he had on his door "Friend of Sinners," right? Yep. And as I grew up, I thought, "You ain't no fucking friend of sinners, buddy." You know what I mean? I it, it, they they're, they're so they're so fake. And they're so, um, you know, when, when movements need to be made, when things need to be done, uh, like I felt like one of the questions I'm going to ask you is, why, now that I know you're not QAing on, why, why, did the, why did the Christians rally behind Trump? Um, and, and like for me, you know, because, because I haven't been yeah. living this Christian life into this, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing this stuff and... I'm hearing these mass prophecies from all these people. He's going to get in. Like I, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't name them because I'm, I honestly haven't looked into that stuff. But I heard every day, you know, this pastor, this pastor, this guy's famous. He's, you know, he has a prophecy in Trump, you know, and it, hey, maybe it'll happen. Well, but you know, with all my the last three days, there's been a lot of hurt people. And I mean, you've seen. I'm sure you've seen. If you look, you know, they're crying on the radio and crying on the stuff. And I get it because. 
like, man, I, I didn't, I, I went only down the rabbit hole for about two weeks. Yeah. Not shitting you when me and you started talking and then, uh, my, my dad was into it too. And so I, I kind of, I kind of went down it. But before that, I thought, are you guys fucking serious? This guy is going to save you. This guy, well, yeah, now, 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 hold on. Yep. Here's the thing. My parents were huge supporters of George W. fucking idiot Bush. Yeah. So okay? was I. That guy's a fucking idiot. It's not just that an guy's idiot. not only guys, an idiot. You guys say ten. Thank you. Okay. And you know what? When nine eleven went down, anybody in the little bit of conspiracies that can't look at the fact that nine eleven was complete fucking bullshit, you are you are so sleeping that it's not funny, right? Yeah. When nine eleven, when nine eleven, and, and here we are. You know, I, I got to watch George W. Bush and Obama walk down, and I go, hey. Whatever years ago, that was the other guy that Christians swore was the, you know, and, and so yeah, so okay. So my question to you is, why did the Christians? Why did the Christians? Because you do have QAnon, yep. Which I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I think about QAnon towards the end of this, and you have you do have a lot of you do have a lot of white supremacists, right? We can't ignore that. The problem is, I get it, I get it, right? I mean, you're not you're not these people are gonna vote somewhere, right? The Satanists are going to vote somewhere. The same as the white protesters are going to vote somewhere, right? So you can't help it. But so I'm wondering why, Dan? Why? Okay. Why? And my question is: Is it because he's good enough, but he's bad enough to do the shit that the Christians don't want to do? Is that why? Or he's just he's just he's just bad enough, but he still cares that he'll do some things that nobody wants to get their hands dirty. So I'll let you take her. Okay. <laughs> First of all, when you call white, when you call proud boys white supremacists, you should do a bit more homework than what the media tells you. Oh, you got me, eh? <laughs> because you got they me. come off. I don't really know who the proud boys are, other than you're right. any other any than. man group nowadays is going to be dubbed chauvinist, misogynistic, white supremacist. Absolutely. The proud boys, they're they're dubbed far right conservatives, but they actually stand for conservative values: yeah. owning your guns. They're against abortion, okay. those kind of things. So if you if you actually do research on the Proud Boys, they're not white supremacists. Okay, okay. but there is. Yes. <laughs> Thank um, you. No, no, I'm glad you said that because yeah, I, I guess I was. You know, I've, I've never. Well, I'm. It just that, and I, that was new to me in the last like let's say three weeks because like I said, I have not. Uh, I looked at QAnon totally different, and I'm going to explain to you why at the end of this. But well, I'm I'm very. I'm very against white supremacy and I, yeah. you know, any neo-Nazi white skinhead is a total douchebag. Absolutely. But absolutely. But that is a fringe movement that the media purports out there and purported out there is to be this yeah. huge yeah, to yeah. drive the black vote down for Trump because every four years yeah. in the U S they pull out the race card and they try to move yes. to this huge issue where black people yeah. are, black people are experiencing a, a way higher quality of life that's why the that's why the black vote in the u.s went from 12 percent the first time trump ran to over 25 percent oh yeah dude he parted little wayne man he parted little wayne and kodak black well it's it's not just that he brought he brought jobs he he upped their finances he brought their employment he got people off of food stamps he got them jobs Mm -hmm. you know these are these are real world things i I agree with you on that i do so yeah you know and let's anybody any christian that would call trump a savior is is committing blasphemy because there really is cool. one true savior absolutely but trump stood for more of he stood for the american okay 
George W. Bush, he was a soothsayer. Yeah. And he would get up there and he would tell you what you wanted. And, you know, I watched oh, yeah. I watched him on TV. Praise Jesus every time. Yeah, right? I watched him on TV not too long ago. His reaction to the 9-11 thing. And it was like so obviously pre-orchestrated. Oh, dude. And you watch the demolition of the buildings when they come down. Yeah. And I call it the demolition because it's so yeah. obviously I'm not even a demolition. Do a podcast on it. It's so so irrelevant. Like, and Building Seven, they were reporting Building Seven had already gone down. It was behind the fucking reporter. They have films showing it, right? Yeah. Anyways. So I would, when it comes to prophecy, I, I I don't necessarily draw a comparison in the Bible of Trump to anybody in the Bible or any prophecy okay. about Trump. Personally, okay. and I, you know, okay. I've seen I've seen people say, "Oh, he's Jeroboam the second, or he's this king from, from the Old <laughs> Testament." I haven't heard those yet. Okay. okay, but I would challenge any of your listeners. I would, I would challenge them to go and find a book called "The Harbinger" by Jonathan Kahn. What's that called? "The Harbinger." Okay. By Jonathan Kahn. <laughs> Jonathan Kahn is a is a Messianic Jew. Um, okay. And a Messianic Jew is basically a, a Jewish person that believes that Jesus is the Messiah. Okay. Because the vast majority, probably 90% of Jewish people, believe quite the opposite about Jesus. Yes, absolutely. So Jonathan Kahn writes this book, The Harbinger, and the whole basis for the book is drawing, drawing prophecy about ancient Israel and, mm-hmm. and comparing it to modern-day America. Because... America in the 1600s by a man called Winthrop. I can't remember what his first name was. He just, he, he basically, he wrote a boat called the half moon down the Hudson river into Maine and declared the land. He was going to build a city on the hill is what he called it. Okay. And he ended up, um, there's actually a, there's actually a town called Winthrop in Boston, right by the airport, a little town, um, and it's named after him, but he declared the land and he was going to set up America to have the same principles as the God of Israel, to set it up as, you know, a vestige for, for God, that this was going to be a nation under God. Yes. And so with those declarations, he's drawing the comparison that, you know, Israel was set up as a nation under God. So as, and, and in the Bible and uh, you know, I know a lot of your listeners probably aren't Christian, don't know the Bible in depth, and maybe you don't haven't read the Old Testament. It's a little bit dry when you get into the history of Israel, but it talks about all the different kings that ruled over Israel. And this king did good, and so they prospered. And this king did bad, so God handed them over to their enemies. And this, okay. you know, and he draws the comparison of America that when America was founded, they prospered. They prospered. Yeah. More than any nation in the history of absolutely, the world. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. But as they have fallen away from God, you know, doing things like legalizing abortion and, you know, a lot of people also don't know, if they look up, uh, if they Google Operation Paperclip, have you ever heard of that? Yeah, that's uh, MK Ultra, buddy. Exactly. We're very familiar over here. <laughs> well, that's, that's when they brought over the uh, Nazi scientists. Yeah, right? 1600 Nazi yes. scientists and yes. doctors and brought them yeah. into the CIA fold. Yes. You know, if you, if you only knew that about America, you can see a lot of what's going on today. And, you know, a lot of people fought and died in World War II. And, you know, when they had the Nuremberg trials for the Nazis, 
they thought that was it. It's over. You know, uh-huh. they, they basically, they put 17 Nazis total on trial. Yes. Like, did they think that was the whole of the Nazi empire? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so as America and he, and in this book, the harbinger, he basically draws a comparison that America has fallen and, and nine 11 was judgment upon America. Uh-huh. And, Okay, so he so okay, okay, and the and the and the nine eleven was judgment on America, right? And there's a prophecy, there's a prophecy in the book of Isaiah. It's Isaiah chapter nine, verse ten, and it basically says, um, "Here, let me read it. Just give me a sec." Yeah, no problem. Because just just a heads up, in eight minutes we're gonna take a break. Okay, just with uh, time recording. Yeah. Uh, just give me one sec. Yeah, this yeah, no this might be a long call. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we we could be taking a couple breaks tonight. <laughs> so Isaiah nine ten says. Now you have to remember the context here is this is just after Israel was invaded by the Assyrian Empire. Okay. 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 And their response after they were invaded by the Assyrian Empire, which God sent as a judgment upon Israel. The response was, the bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild with dressed stone. The sycamore trees have been felled, but we will replace them with cedars. Okay? Seems very innocuous. Okay. So, if you take, and this is what the whole book, The Harbinger, is about. It talks about the bricks falling down. Okay. Um, And the bricks falling down, essentially, being the World Trade Center's. And okay. it says, but we will rebuild them with dressed stone. Now, dressed stone is um, is like quarried stone, like mountain rock, kind of like quartz or okay. that kind of thing. When they yep. rebuilt the World Trade Center, they dedicated a quarried stone and they marked it. And it's a 20 ton quarried stone that marks. It's like a, a tribute to the World Trade Centers. Okay. Okay. And it's and then the second part of the verse it says the sycamore trees have been felled, but we will replace them with cedars. Now, there was right outside of the World Trade Center. There's a little church, and that little church was the was the very first church where George Washington signed the Declaration of Independence. And there's a there's a tree that sits in that courtyard that is native to America, and it's a sycamore tree. Oh, and it was felled by the wreckage of the World Trade Center. Uh-huh. And the, the reason that that's, I mean, that, that sounds like, oh, it could be really nothing. But they've set up, mm-hmm. they've set up that exact sycamore tree as a, as a monument. Huh. Now, further to that, they've replanted it with a pine tree. Now, it, the scripture says we'll replace with cedars. But in okay. the ancient Hebrew, a cedar was a coniferous tree. So it was essentially a pine tree in the ancient Hebrew. I can't remember. There's a Hebrew word, but it just means coniferous tree. It doesn't. And in the translation, Uh they put cedars. Now, this verse that I'm reading was the very verse that the um, Senate House Majority Leader on the day after. So September 12th, 2001, he read this verse in the House. And who was that? I can give me one sec. Ah. No, I can put that up too. 
he read that verse. And then again, three years later, when they were dedicating the new World Trade Center was going to be built, it was read again by the vice by the nominee for vice president. Okay, that was before they started saying like a man and a woman, right? In the Senate House. Very, very far before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one was funny, eh? That was unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would recommend anybody to read The Harbinger. It's a great book, and it shows the state. It shows the state of America from a biblical standpoint. And I think it's, it's very true that because America was set up as a nation under God and to have, you know, they had those principles for years and years and years, and they've strayed so, so far from, from God that I believe that judgment has befallen upon them now. And I think people that are Christian, they can see that, you know, Trump is trying to bring back some of those principles. The man himself that people remember from years before and some of the things he, you got to remember they're slinging mud at this guy for years. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So the worst thing that they could pin on him to make him disgusting was a private conversation, basically locker room talk. I'm not, I'm not condoning it, but like I played hockey. I know how people. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, (laughs) we all, we all, I don't think my buddies that have said stupid things, are evil yes. you know what i mean yeah it's just yeah guys saying yeah. stupid things somebody yeah. actually absolutely remember we had a situation you remember if you think about it yeah yeah you remember yep. <laughs> uh dad you stop for a sec so uh we are going to continue exactly where we're at uh answering the question why the christians are put so much faith in this guy uh we're gonna stop recording down i'm gonna 10 o'clock you're good 13 minutes yeah. Okay. We'll talk to you then. Okay.